Hello, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to the seventh episode of Happy Hour with the Three Guys. Keep listening today to hear our thoughts about Jameson Caskmates IPA edition, thoughts on hair of the dog, whether it works or not, drinking beer without alcohol, the Fox Disney deal, Roy Moore in the election, and the return of Aaron Rodgers. So belly up to the bar, and here we go. Hello everybody, I'm Dylan. And once again, I'm your co-pilot, William, both of us from the three guys. Getting fancy on your intro. Um, Yeah, I care. I wanted this one to be big. (laughs) You did good. Yes, thank you. I hope everybody out there is doing wonderful today. Uh, We've got a little bit of alcohol sitting in front of us. We're going to talk about some alcohol. We're going to talk about... uh, we we'll talk about some like strong alcohol. Jameson Caskmates with Irish Irish whiskey. Already high risk. Been, uh, yeah, high risk whiskey. <laughs> high risk. High That's risk the whiskey. best whiskey. Um, might course, be good. Might go blind. I <laughs> uh, hope you got that acetone out of it. Um, I got a friend that might need to take yeah. some corners on getting the acetone out of his well, whiskey. But we both know a guy. <laughs> and uh, for those of you listening, this one should get interesting because uh, the the last few. Happy hours we've done. We've uh, indulged in some high octane brews early into it, and we got a little uh, got a little loose with the rest of it. So, just I guess because we are either complete idiots or gluttons yes. for punishment. Yes. Uh, this weekend, before we decided to come and sit down at the bar to record this podcast, we thought it'd be a great idea to go out last night and go to the bar and sit down and drink before we came in to drink today. Which everyone out there listening already knows that because they've already been to Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and they know all about it. So, yes, with this particular episode seven, lucky number seven, we decided we'll go out drinking almost all night uh, the evening before we come in here to sit down and start drinking to record. So that on top of some Irish whiskey before we're done, this is probably going to get pretty loosey-goosey before the end of it. Well, not to mention I've also been cooking with beer today (laughs) and uh, you know how... um, Oh, Julia Child, Julia Child used to do it. Yeah. I mean, she would, one for her, one for the food. you gotta, got to know. Yeah, and I know all about it. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we picked up Jameson's uh, Caskmates yesterday, and um, uh, everybody knows about the, the stout version. Well, they've actually got an IPA version, which when we reviewed that a couple years ago, we joked about that. Well, what's next, IPA version? Mm-hmm. Yes, goddamn yes, it's an IPA <laughs> version. And I hold it in my hand, and uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Um, it's supposed to have tones of floral, citrusy kind of thing going on. Um, it was aged in IPA beer barrels. Um, I'm not sure exactly how much character you can absorb hop-wise into a barrel, um, but I, I, I hope it tastes like hops. But, I mean, I'm, I'm not a whiskey connoisseur, so, I mean, I have... I mean, I first thing I take, and 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 I, I've looked into how to be a whiskey connoisseur, and everybody always says, "Don't talk about the alcohol." That's you don't you don't say. Well, I get alcohol, I get chocolate, I get you don't. I know you don't taste alcohol when you're good at it. Apparently, so I'm not very good. I'm I'm really bad at it. But, I, I I like whiskey. I like bourbon. I like uh, scotch, but I always taste the alcohol. So I guess I got to practice. Yeah. Hey, practice makes perfect. Whatever excuse you need to lull the intensity of your self-realization of alcoholism, then sure, it's practice. It's not a problem. 
Uh, although, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be up front on this one, right out of uh, the gate. Full disclosure, I'm really not that big on Irish whiskey. No. Uh, no, I, I do enjoy bourbon. I really like scotch. But uh, Irish whiskey, I've just never been really big on. And that's that. I mean, I might have missed one practice this year. But if, if somebody say he doesn't come to practice, it can be one practice. Out of all the practices this year. That's enough. Practice. If I can't practice, I can't practice, man. Practice. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I mean, practice. Simple as that. No it ain't pra- about that. We're talking about practice. I mean, it's, it's not about that. Come on. At all. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but it's it's it's, it's easy to, to to talk about. It's easy to sum it up. When you just talk about practice, we sitting here. I supposed to be. Anyway, yeah, I, I have no idea what's happening right now. On one of the, the, I watch a golf show, and every time they talk about practice, they play the Iverson clip talking about practice. <laughs> and I thought it would be cool to do it, and it just failed miserably. Yeah. So uh, we'll just pretend that didn't happen. Okay, yeah. just drink that away. Yeah, I, I, I got faith I can do that. Um, but you mentioned us uh, imbibing a little bit last night. Yes. Um, let's talk about Hair of the Dog before oh. we break into Jameson. All here. right. Um, I've 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 never been one to use that method to get over my previous evening of drinking. For uh, for intensive purposes, if somehow uh, you're listening and you have not heard of that one, there's a, an old adage slash kind of home remedy, I guess you would say, that when you wake up uh, the day or afternoon, depending on how dedicated you are, after a night of heavy drinking, <clears throat> and you you have the the achy. Uh, dehydrated feel that classic hangover symptoms it's believed that if you have a little bit especially of the alcohol you were drinking the night before it will lessen the intensity or shorten the duration of your hangover it's you know the classic phrase a hair of the dog that bit you yeah and there there's a little bit of science that backs it up as to just the headache part of a hangover where the alcohol content in your blood drops too quickly it sets off sort of a biological alarm in your system that your brain reads as something in your system is leaving too quickly it's much akin to an ice cream headache where the nerves in your uh, the roof of your mouth think you're getting too cold too fast so it sets off those same alarms there, to drink a little just a little. It's not going back at it double fisted, but to drink a little bit of alcohol. I know some guys. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Uh, <laughs> but no, to drink a little bit of alcohol whenever you have that headache symptom the next day raises the blood alcohol content just enough to where it can kind of reset and gradually drop back down. And they say that, you know, that'll kind of turn off the alarms and shut down the headache. Well, not only that, but uh, the the stomach problems, the nausea, vomiting in some situations, um, that's caused by the inflammation of the stomach lining by the alcohol, and reintroducing alcohol to your stomach is supposed to ease that inflammation. Uh, I, I, get, I get the headache from time to time. Uh, most of mine's usually dehydration, but uh, now I have quite often actually used the hair of the dog where... I wake up the next day and it feels like somebody's just put a railroad spike into my forehead. I, uh, maybe unwisely, uh, maybe even alarmingly, <laughs> I, I will go, I'll get myself a beer and I'll sit and I'll sip on it. 
uh, just long enough to where it, that headache does seem to ease. Maybe it's psychosomatic. Maybe I'm just making myself believe it works. But for now, it works well enough that the headache goes away and I can get on with my day and eventually wind up back in here drinking again. Uh, addressing psychosomatic symptoms, that's 100% a cure. I mean, if your brain is tricked into thinking you're okay, there's nothing. It's a cure. Cure is a cure. Um, as far as me, no, I, I can't. Uh, usually if if I've had enough to drink to feel like I am going to die, like I, like has happened, um, I can't drink without throwing up because of the drink. I, like, I see beer and get nauseous. Uh, if I see, if I'm watching football and see a beer commercial, I'm, uh, I mean, I, I just, I can't do it. I, I, I it, it may work, but I cannot, 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 cannot. I'm only, I'm only over here giggling because there is a definite story between Dylan and myself where that, that came into absolute play. We were down in Destin, Florida a few years ago, and we went on just a, an absolute military offensive level pub crawl across <laughs> that entire city. Damn near the state, we felt like. <laughs> After we gave up on trying to hail a cab, we just decided to hoof it about eight miles back to the condo. The the important part is we made it. It was a successful hoof. Um, I have no idea what time it was. We got home um, at four. Well, we got to the condo at four. Okay. I I remember I had to be married in less than 12 hours, (laughs) and I was was drunk at like 2 p.m., but we got back a little after four. I went to bed. Your wife came to the condo about six to get my wife, my future wife's stuff, and I got up in my drawers and just opened the door, went back to bed, and said, "Get what you need and get out." But uh, no, is that we we really went too big the that night. We had the most intense game of foosball ever played that night. It will never be at replicated. a bar with a dog. Yes, the the sleepy old a, wrinkly a, dog. A a beachside bar with a dog <laughs> on the dock and a foosball table, where lives were decided. He and I faced off in foosball so intensely, we were both pouring sweat by the time that game was Florida over. Humidity didn't the Florida help. humidity didn't help, but my God, it was just. There have been clutch plays in professional sports championships. <laughs> the the only thing we missed was the theme music of that being a movie <laughs> showdown. But uh, we we did. We finally made it back uh, safely. We got to, to a little bit of sleep in, and the next day, I just every one of us felt horrible, and it I I felt like I woke up and my skull had been laid open. I had such a horrible headache. Uh, myself and the other groomsmen, we make it to Dylan's room. <laughs> Dylan looks terribly worse for the wear. And uh, we're sitting there trying our best to shake it off. And I, I looked like, nowhere near as bad as yeah, I felt. Yeah, Gatorade was not going to fix this one. No. Uh, and I, I did. I rummaged around. I, I had to get rid of that headache. It was just so intense. So I rooted around in the room. Uh, didn't take me long until no, I, 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 no. I found a beer. And I open it and I start sipping it, and they both look at me like they were about to forcibly take me to a place where I was going to immediately start meetings. And it's uh, the thing was, I was just trying to chase away that headache. I was trying to get rid of, it, and it worked. My only thing is, it's too bad we didn't have a blood transfusion kit because you could have hooked up directly to me and been fine. Yeah. But uh, no, it, it did. It worked for me. Uh, about twenty minutes later, the headache was gone. Um, I uh, still still managed to have the beer sweats the entire day, which is fantastic. Standing in the sunlight on sand, 
And then the, it got cold that, that oh, night. Oh, that, that beautiful. That we, we just had to. We, we couldn't even have a reception. So. That beautiful cold breeze that finally came through. <laughs> My salvation of the, the blessed wings of the wind goddess herself. <laughs> oh, I was so happy when that temperature dropped. Good times. Good, good times. Good times. Anyway, let's let's talk about the uh, the IPA edition caskmates. Um, the first, like I mentioned before, was a stout, which we did review. Go back and check it out if you'd like to. Um, we're find, gonna find that in the archives yeah. on uh, our YouTube channel, um, threeguys.com. You can go to beer reviews, and you can go straight to Jameson caskmates in the J's. Meantime, I'm gonna crack it open. Yeah. And uh, there's that. Wow, that's. Kind of amazing, actually. Taking a whiskey whiff. Oh, okay. The, I have a lot of things to say about the smell that I'm not going to say until you smell it. Okay. But wow, that's kind of crazy. Okay. All right. So, I'm uh, I'm really excited about this. I can see. Nice, generous pour for yourself. Well, uh, you know. It def. It has that. Classic Jameson whiskey smell, but there's something over it so much that I can't. I'm not even getting the wooga off the smell like I usually yeah, get. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't get that. Whoa, alcohol. Um, no, the, on the smell, I got vanilla, which is interesting. I've never got that in a plain Jameson. I didn't get that with the Stout Edition. Hmm. Um, it's a very mellow smell. It doesn't smell super strong, even though it is the standard forty. Um, but yeah, I got some vanilla and toffee in there, and also got a little bit of floralness yeah, in there. I can get that. Yeah, I mean that's I'm I'm pretty impressed, and it's a very light color. Looks almost like it could be a beer. In the glass, after it opens up, I, I do get a little bit of the um, the alcohol fumes in the nose, kind of opening things up. Um, but um, I'm pretty excited. Oh, the happy hour drink specials we go through here. Just for you guys. Yes. And it's interestingly enough, I'm, I'm honestly, this is a serious question, so if uh, Jameson wants to reach out to me and answer this question. Now, this was aged in IPA beer barrels. It's in a green bottle. Anybody that knows, whisk, that knows beer knows that green bottles tend to skunk the beer because when sunlight hits the beer, it is easily infused into the hops, which creates a compound found in skunk spray. Um, that said, this is a green bottle, and it was aged in IPA barrels. I'm not sure if that could happen to the whiskey. So I'm actually going to keep this in the bag um, because I'm not sure if it could skunk. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to know the answer to that. Brown bagging it like an ugly chick. Don't <laughs> <laughs> forget that's there now. Oh, yeah. Setting it atop the bar, and sooner or later you're going to rummage around on there. That's just going straight to the back to the concrete. Also, completely intend to finish that bar so that we can start doing the podcast at that um, sometime in the next couple weeks. Because I got a Brad Nailer for Christmas. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's um, the uh, the description also says to drink it uh, neat or over ice, which we're drinking it neat. And it also says to uh, pair it, possibly, with your favorite IPA. Um, We do not have an IPA. Well, we do. We have a fridge full of IPAs. We do not have one. Okay, it was more convenient to just pull a pale ale off my tap. So that's what happened. No excuses. That's what happened. That's the sound of a man abandoning his excuse. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a drink of it, see how it is. 
by itself. Um, I'm intend my second drink to also pair it with a quick follow up of mm-hmm. the pale ale, and then the third one I'm actually going to use my wee little cup of water here to neaten it a little bit and try it the way they suggested. So I'm going dirty, dirty with pale, and then actual Irish whiskey neat. All right. So, yeah, that's that's. Good, uh, I'm approaching this like a scientist. It's got a really good amount of lacing. Slunch it. And, you know, trying to not do the whole dead space thing. I'm going to let Dylan sip and chew his a little bit before um, I... Yeah. I mean, like we said earlier, alcohol, you're not supposed to get the alcohol. I get a lot of alcohol. But I also do pick up a lot of the flavor. Um, it has a little bit more flavor... To me, than regular Jameson, does not have quite the amount of flavor that the Caskmates Stout had. Um, I'm getting a, a, a little breadiness, which that may just be the whiskey itself. Um, I do get. I don't. I don't know if I get the citrus, but I do get some floralness in there, which is pretty nice. That's that's nice. Um. I'd, I'd have to say I like this better than the the stout version. It's been it's been a long time since it, I had it stout. has been a while. And the last time I remember we sipped on the stout version, I think that was uh, one of our New Year's lives. And there's no way I'm going to remember what that tasted like ever again. That so. was the last time we did, yes, but we did officially review that. That's one. true, we did. But like I said, the the last taste I had of it was deep into a uh, live stream of a New Year's party we were doing for th- our. Three guys beer reviews, just insane drinking amounts for a fantastic live stream. Coincidentally, it was the last time I felt like I wanted to die after drinking. Yeah, yeah well, I'm, I'm, I usually I tend to be involved in that every time you wake up feeling like Start, that. Starting to see a common denominator <laughs> yeah. here. I I'm a terrible influence. That's what I do. There is a vegetal flavor that I get from this, not in a bad way. That. Um, I cannot identify, but when I kind of chew on it, I get something that I, I can't figure out what it is. It, it's it's not unpleasant, but um, I wish I knew what that was. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. For me, this one is um, it's easier to drink than just straight Jamesons. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, a lot of the Irish whiskeys I've ever had, they they kind of have that twerk my jaw tang to them. That I know is just a trademark of Irish whiskey. It's just that's kind of what I don't like about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, yeah, it's not treating my not treating my system so roughly. I don't, I'm yeah. not getting the full out wooga that I usually get. And maybe I'm the only one, or at least I'm the only one that's going to fess up to it. A lot of times when I drink whiskey, especially a sharp whiskey, I get that thing where my mouth floods for a minute, like my body <laughs> believes I'm about to throw up, but I'm yeah. not going to throw up. Where it's just suddenly. A, a rain shower runs through my teeth. It's, I know somebody else has to get that, but that, I get that a lot with a sharp whiskey. Yeah. Take a drink and then suddenly blah, 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 blah. Uh, something interesting is that after you drink the the beer, the hoppy beer, um, after it, it's um, it almost negates the flavor of that beer altogether. It's like a, a fizzy water almost. Um, which I mean, that's that's I mean, that's that's kind of an understood thing when you drink a stout drink followed by a smoother drink. Um, that's that's what happens. Um, but I, I would say that it does complement the the whiskey pretty well. Mm-hmm. Oh man, wait, whoa, whoa, 
<laughs> got, I got things happening over here. Hold on. I'm, I'm he's, here. He's, I, a, he's, he's having a breakthrough yeah, moment. Right right. I'll be back with you in a moment. I got I to gotta investigate this. <laughs> he's having an, an epiphany. No, uh, like I said, second drink was, you know, the, the whiskey. And then quickly thereafter, not just a direct chaser with it, but to a pleasant follow-up from the pale ale. While I still had that flush whiskey flavor in my mouth, I did take a sip of that pale ale, and it came across as a sweetness. Mm -hmm. This, like, nice little foamy sweetness to it Mm -hmm. that is not present in the beer by itself. So that was a, that was interesting. That that just happened to me. That's that's interesting. (laughs) You had an opening, an eye-awakening experience. Eye-opening, awakening. I had an opening, an eye-awakening. I've been drinking. (laughs) Okay. And whiskey today. If you put, I think, I think last last podcast it was. Uh, if you put Utopias. your heart over your hand, I'm, I should do that. <laughs> no, not with me here. Um, I don't want that charge. Well, I mean, if you lay down and put your hand <laughs> under your back, I think it might work. <laughs> You're going too deep into something that was just a funny little fuck up. It was a fuck up. But, <laughs> it's uh, funny though. But I'm trying to redeem myself. No, so no, I, you. I, there, there was, there was a reason my brain did that, and it, it was not the Alzheimer's. It was, I, it was I believe if I go back to your office right now, there's like a cork board with rough <laughs> sketches of how to make yard this lines going back and forth from different poster cards. <laughs> Got a small little marionette in different poses to get his chest <laughs> over his hand. Uh. So, yeah, I mean, if we were reviewing this officially, which I do intend to have the three guys review this, um, but for right now, this is a definite thumbs up for me. Um, Neat my whiskey over here. Which, uh, that, you know, that should, that should be a thing. Is What's your feelings on drinking whiskey neat? I think... the, the what, well, let's, First, let's talk about the, the function of the water. Adding right. water or ice to a whiskey opens it up and makes mm. it aromatic mm-hmm. and it opens up the flavors um mm. i like to drink whiskey both ways mm. i like i like straight depending on how good the whiskey is and i occasionally like to add a little water maybe some ice let it all mingle in there for a little while um i also like adding cold objects that will not melt like the steel cubes or whatnot mm. uh, because it it also I mean, everybody knows, as far as beer goes, some people say drink warm beer because you get more flavor. You do. Cold deadens flavor. Yeah. So uh, that if anybody out there wants to drink whiskey more often, I would say drink it cooler because that would be a way for you to progress into mm. stronger whiskey. Um, but, I mean, I, I think I answered your question. Mm. Do I like? Yeah, I like. I, I drink it both ways. I have no issue with it whatsoever. Um, that... Mine varies on the type of whiskey I'm actually drinking. Like bourbon, I, I just like straight bourbon. Just mm-hmm. pure. I, I'm not a big fan of <laughs> opening it up or adding water to it. Whereas with most scotches that I drink, I really like to add just a, a little bit of ice to it. Like uh, my friends know, uh, I quite often use the phrase, I'll take a dirty scotch, light rocks. But that's because <laughs> like as you know, you hold it and your hand warms it up, it warms up that ice. So as you're drinking it, it kind of, neatens it yeah. as you're going and you get a little bit different sip progressively through your glass unless you're at one of those places they try to serve you scotch in a shot glass and you don't want to drink that there that they don't get it no no because you're going to be drinking j and b yeah and don't do that <laughs> yes and don't be like a three, one of the three guys and say well this is delicious that's j and b yeah. um dylan's done his research thoroughly on j and b years ago yep 
before I legally was allowed. I wasn't going to add that part. But, hey, I will. Oh, you know, whenever you got to get whatever you can get, you get the uh, bottom the, shelf. Yeah, <laughs> cheap that's, that's what you get when somebody else is getting it for you. Let's just put it that way. Um, I'm not going to incriminate anybody, but yes. I mean, I, and I, I want to expand on this. I know we've talked a long time on alcohol. We may actually skip some of our topics for next, uh, we, which we won't have a podcast next week for Christmas holiday. Um, but the week after that, we may talk about some of the topics we might skip. But this brings up a good point. Um, liquors and, and other beers. I have a lot of people that talk to me about these things. Like, why would you? Why would you spend two hundred dollars on a bottle of scotch? Because it's delicious yeah. and it will last. As long as you will let it, it's it's not a, a banana. It's not going to go <laughs> bad next week. Um, I, I have no issue whatsoever spending a lot of money on good beverages, and uh, and I say this because I had a friend that was talking to me yesterday about how much they they spend at a certain uh, alcohol <laughs> a bar basically, uh, um, and and he's like, well, I spent twenty dollars there, and I'm just like, okay, I mean that's 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 like a beer for me. We passed the twenty mark fast last night. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we we did. Not um, pounding, just tally, just the tab itself. Yeah. yeah, uh. yeah. Well, I mean, and, and we happened to be there at happy hour after the first couple thirty minutes. Or so. Ironically, um, but I mean, no, I I I, I have been. <laughs> I, I will buy a bomber that costs seventy dollars if I even if I don't know if I like it. I mean, if it was something unique, like we had a pickle beer in here, mm. and I think I paid thirty bucks for it really really firm belief in my brain said you're gonna hate this and i did i think but i, I think still, episode two we actually had the pickle we beer. did drink yeah. it in the See, podcast now, go back episode two of the happy hour listen to it we talk about the dill pickle <laughs> i don't know beer. if it was two but go back and listen to them all it if matter. it's not two listen to the next one it's probably three <laughs> but i think it was two yeah um if not listen it, to two three and four it's yeah. one of those it wasn't five. It wasn't five. Unless it was five. It then was listen not to it five. Too. No. Um, but there was a lot of good things in five, so you're going to want to listen to that one. And six. Um, you know but, what? Listen to them all. all <laughs> every one of them, except minute eight of the first one, you don't want to listen to that. Don't go listen to it, or you're going to know why you don't want to listen to it, and you're never going to be able to unhear it. Uh, 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 but yeah, no, I have no issue whatsoever spending. I mean, this I'm a guy that buys Utopias every other year. Uh, $200 something dollars a bottle. I, I I think if it's good and you enjoy it, do it. If you can, if you have the means, don't put yourself in a financial crisis. Uh, it, it's like I wouldn't go by uh, for whatever reason, and this could be a whole other topic altogether. Johnny Walker is blended scotch. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, scotch purists, say you don't want blended scotch. I, I happen to like blended scotch. I like that that it it, it any, I'm not going to get into that because I, like I said I go all day but they have a blue label and they have a King George blue label which is I mean it's it's four to eight hundred dollars and no I, I would I would buy it if I had the expendable funds to be able to do oh, so yes, yes. Uh, I have no issue with it whatsoever um, my, my favorite scotch actually uh, Chivas Regal is a blended scotch they have a 30 year that's almost eight hundred dollars mm-hmm. if I just had it Damn well believe that that bottle would be at my house, but I don't. Right. If I if I'm ever out somewhere where you can get a glass of that, even though, I mean the glass itself, let's face it, it's going to be twenty bucks easy. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm doing it. Totally doing it. I mean, we're going to kind of move on from this topic, but I do want to close with saying, if you've never spent more than a few dollars on a beer when you go out and you see something that just sounds totally bass backwards. 
expand your horizons, spend four dollars on that bottle of sweet baby Jesus, and you might just be surprised with what you find out. Mm. Um, there's some really good beers out there. There's some really good liquors out there. Um, but no, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna wind that up, and we're actually gonna go to another. Uh, we spent thirty minutes now on alcohol, and we try not to do that because we have people out there that. Um, don't necessarily listen to us just for the alcohol conversation, but this is a really good topic, and I want to talk about it. Um, if you, if, if beer did not have alcohol in it, would you still drink beer? Would the three guys still drink beer as passionately passionately as we do? I I only have one question, just so I can I can define it. Would it still taste exactly the same? Yes, if you could get beer that tasted exactly the same. But had no alcohol. All beer, no alcohol. Would you still drink beer? Yes. Hands down, yes. Me too. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I think it would take some of the aura of yeah. rebellion away from yeah. it. But, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I'll be honest. Is If you could drink Mellow Yellow and it gave you the giddy happy feeling, then I'd still be all about Mellow Yellow. Right. But, no, especially, like, the you know, my favorite families in there. If, like, if a good brown ale... Had zero alcohol in it, but still tasted exactly like mm-hmm. it. Damn, skip yet. Yeah. And I could drink it while driving to work, and nobody would look at me weird. <laughs> that just kind Especially of Especially because you get off of work at 7 a.m. That's when people look at <laughs> yes. you weird. Uh, which is also a great time to go to a bar for a drink after work because everyone stares at you like you are the saddest little short story ever. That's because everyone else that's in there <laughs> is the saddest yes. little short story ever. Uh well, that's actually a real story. Uh, some of my friends and I, one night after we uh, had a really long night at work, we didn't get off till almost 8 o'clock in the morning. And we'd been there all night long. And we was like, hey, let's go out for a beer. Let's go have a beer together. It was, you know, a uh, day none of us really had anything to do. So yep. we went. And uh, two of the guys literally practically tried to do the spy movie, trench coat collars <laughs> up, keep your chair. I'm like, what are you guys doing? It's like, why don't anybody see me go to a bar at 8 o'clock in the morning? We just got off work. We yeah, just worked it's for your eight night hours. Time, yeah. yeah, I work third shift, and I I never never tried. I was afraid of what would happen, what people would say. I it, I will, I'll wave at cars driving by. I don't care. <laughs> uh, like I just put in my night's work. This is technically my five six p.m. You look at me. I'll wave as I open the door. <laughs> I'll toast the imaginary beer there. But no, I totally would if they tasted exactly the same. Even without the the kind of fireworks addition of the alcohol, yeah. well, oh yes, totally a good beer, yes. Uh, now I would not torture myself with some of the ones we've covered in our web show if it didn't at least have a little giddy at the end of it. But no, nah. well, I mean honestly, I don't I don't think I mean beer is kind of treated mysterious, and it's I mean like I said earlier, rebellious. It's it's not really rebellious, but. I mean, it, it's it's treated differently. I mean, we're not do, we're not the three guys Coca Cola reviews. Uh, I mean, that, that I, I'm, there's a reason for that, yeah. and, and we can get every bit as fat on beer as we could if we drink seven cokes in one review session, like <laughs> we do beer. But um, I mean, that's that's the thing. There's we we probably we would we we might still drink it, but we probably would not be a review show centered around no. that. Well, I mean, to me, it's the same reason that I drink tea. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still got that... Now, such- tea, yes. The, I love tea. And there's so many different kinds of tea. That it, it, Yeah, I mean, that's a great example. But, I mean, like the leaves and the grain, and it's so open and varied. Mm-hmm. I still like tea. Yep. And I still like trying different teas. Tea and coffee, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've been known to go and buy 
hundreds of dollars worth of tea because... Monkey picked too long! It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah, you told me. You told me it's great. I, I still have some, but it's been like, up there for about a few All those times, you're like, next time you come over, I really gotta make you some. Yeah, yeah, you should have. I should. You should have. It, it's it's been up there for a little bit though. Yeah, that, that's monkey um, pick dust. You now. know what sucks about it? What? Tiavana's closed now, and you can't get it anymore. That yeah, that suddenly makes me sad. Yeah, but no, I mean that to me, that's that same principle as far as like the the variety that you can get in beer and like different grains with different times or at different uh, intervals. You smoke one or you roast one a little bit longer and it yeah. totally changes the outcome. Uh, to me, it's the exact same thing as a tea. Yeah. This leaf is totally different than another leaf. And I will still try every one of them that I can possibly try. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, totally would. Yeah. Like you said, coffees. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I, tea, I, there's tea not a coffee, coffee out there I won't try. I mean, um, I mean, honestly, we would. I mean, we, we may be the three guys wine reviews or, or tea or coffee or something like that. So, Beer is um, just where my heart is. Yeah, I mean, I, I I piss a lot of people off because they'll ask me a simple one-line question, one expected-line answer, and I will talk for hours yeah. about beer. I cannot go to a bottle <laughs> shop without my wife threatening to divorce me. I, I I love beer so much. I mean, let's face it. the The guy who has the slightly crooked glasses and, uh, like, the Vulcan... Uh, stickers on him. You don't want to ask that guy about sci-fi. <laughs> if you ask me, hey, what beer would you recommend? Strap yourself in because it's a conversation you just opened up. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that I plan on covering my body with beer-related tattoos. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that that's going to be my trademark. If you see a hop on my arm, you should probably not ask me about that particular IPA. Uh, so, yeah. But no, that's I, I think before before my. Uh, Canvas runs out of room. I'm I'm gonna throw a couple of beer related things. You in should. There. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I I I go back to CM Punk. He said why or he was asked why do you have a Pepsi tattoo? I like he Pepsi. Said, well, the first time that anyone mentioned getting a tattoo, they said make sure that you get something that you will never regret. It's yeah. something that you'll love forever. Yeah. And he said he would always love Pepsi. Yeah. So. I mean, that's just it. I, it's I'm real lenient with tattoos though, man. If if you like it, and let's let's be if it's tasteful, like you might you probably don't want the you ball know, sack on your cheekbone, but <laughs> like if it's well, it, and, and and that's I guess that could be another. I guess we're just gonna save all these fucking topics for next week. All right, cool. Because, uh, but I mean that's that's another. Where's your line on on tattoos? Are you above the neck kind of guy? I mean, or are you a past-the-wrist kind of guy? Mine really boils down to, it. it's your skin, do with it as you want. Especially if that ink has meaning to you, then do it. However, I do have, I guess maybe it's a personal hang-up on there. Keep in mind what you plan to do with your future. Yeah. Like, if, if you're going into, like, an entertainment venue... Like CM Punk's a great example. You know, he's a sports entertainer. He's he's in professional wrestling now. He's in MMA, but for the sake of this argument, he's a professional wrestling. If he has neck tattoos and tattoos down to his wrists, he's not going to be denied a job. Yeah, that's not going to hurt you in a job right. interview. Right. Like if if you're in like the music industry and you have a band and you're signed to a contract and you get tattoos up your neck and on your face. Mm-hmm. That's cool. However, if you're working at a Hardee's right now and you really think that that like earlobe to your nostril tattoo is cool, 
that is a big fuck you to a job with benefits. <laughs> all right, screw you, four hundred one k. I've wanted to work here all my life yeah. and forever. Uh, my thing so is, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, my thing is, if if you're gonna get those, you know, bold tattoos, those out there in your face, make sure you are already in a career path where that's not gonna damage it. Like uh, my one of my heroes, Mick Foley, when he got his teeth knocked out, his immediate response was, "Oh, I got to get this surgically fixed." And within 20 minutes, he's like, that's not necessarily going to hurt my career. Well, in, in his defense, his immediate response was to try to dig them out of his nose. Yeah. Well, uh, I was talking about the front two, which actually oh, okay. got knocked okay. out in the car wreck. Yeah. Which he told people Sting had done for years. That, that's, <laughs> you know, now, see, this is the this is my Star Wars we're about to get into a long time. But no, it's like I said, you know, after uh, he got uh, to the hospital, his immediate thing was, oh, i got to get this fixed. It's ruined my smile. But he was already in professional wrestling. He already, you know, had decent outlooks at a future career. For, and he's like, that's probably not going to hurt my chances at standing no, out. No, I mean, now. that's one of those things that happens to you that can go on yeah. a biographical promo. Yeah. I mean, that and, and it was used yeah. multiple so if, times. So, I mean, if your tattoos are going to come up over your neckline, if they're going to come down past your uh, elbow, past a sleeve line, keep in mind, those are there for a long time. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, thankfully, careers and, and employers are are opening up to yeah. the idea more. But um, and again, it, there's a, there's a level of taste. It, yeah. If it means something to you, that's great. But keep in mind, other people aren't gonna know your story right, right away. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm in IT, and um, IT has become very flexible with it. But a lot of it also depends on your geography. Yeah. Um, I think if I went to Seattle and had sleeves, I could get a job in yeah. IT. Here, they wouldn't even ask you to take out your nose ring. Uh, here, I, I, I think that probably four out of five employers is going to say no. Yeah. And that, that's including my current employer, who, um, as far as I know, is very satisfied with my performance. Um, I, I think if I would have showed up, and which I wore long sleeves that day, and if I had sleeves, I still would for the, at least the first interview. Um, but uh, I think if I showed up in short sleeves and... Was going to get the job without tattoos, but if I had tattoos, was not going to get the job, I wouldn't have got that job if I had tattoos. Yeah. Uh, I, I 100% believe that. Like, uh, right now I have seven, and I love every one of my mm-hmm. tattoos. Every one of them is something very important to me that they're tied completely into the story of my life. Uh, everyone, even kind of the cheeky ones that I have tattooed on my knees, they, they represent something super important to me and a piece of my life that I'm very proud of. But all of mine are very easy to cover. If I don't want you to see them, it takes nothing for me to cover them. Right, up. right. Um, in fact, if you go back through the annals of our beer reviews, if you watch every single Three Guys beer review, there's only one episode where you can see one of my tattoos. That's it. And that was actually back when I'd lost a lot of weight and I didn't look like I look now and I was wearing a tank top. Mm-hmm. Which, let's be honest, tank tops are casual wear. I'm not wearing that to work anyhow. But no, um, that's what I'm saying, though, is, you know, get what you want. Get what's important to you. But weigh out, you know, where am I going? What am I going to be doing? And how will this be perceived by other people? Yeah. I mean, uh, again, getting back into IT and how people perceive it, um, I, I, I think if I was going to stay where I'm at forever, and, I mean, I'm, right now I intend to. I mean, I'm, I'm getting regular uh, performance evaluations and, and uh, compensation as I should be, and, um, I'm pretty satisfied with everything, so I think now I could go get 
a tattoo on my arm and probably somebody would say, hey, you've got a tattoo. And no one else would think anything else. But in this area, there's not a lot of opportunities like I've had with the job I'm at now. So if one ever did open up in 20 years and paid twice as much as I get now, I, 20 years is a little bit far. So <laughs> it may be a little bit lax then, but okay, say three years. Yeah. I don't think I could get a job somewhere else in this area doing the same thing, making the same thing, and people seeing me the same way they see me now. So, so yeah, and go for it. Get what you want. Get what you love. Get what's important. But just be responsible. Keep that in mind where you, you may not be where you are right now forever. You mm-hmm. may want to change. There's a, there's a lot of baristas out there right now that think Starbucks kicks ass. Ten years from now, that might not still be a sweet job you yeah. think it is now. The Golden Girls tattoo you got on your neck isn't going to help you. Yeah, that's... Um, Screw you, 401k. 15 cent a year raise you get is probably not going to work in 10 years or so. So, I mean, I, I don't think I answered the question directly. What, what about above the the, uh, the, the collar and, and below the, the cuff? Uh, no, I mean, I never would because you can't cover them up and... I like money, so I mean, I've worked fast food, I never ever want to do it again, and honestly, it may be stereotypical, but I see somebody out there with a neck tattoo, I say, you flip burgers, that's how I I see it, and I I am open-minded as shit, and I see that, and I'm like, look, I'm in a position that I hire people, and I would not hire you, and that's awful, I shouldn't do it, it's hypocritical, but I mean... I, I wouldn't hire that. I, I love tattoos. I love body art. And every time I see somebody with a face tattoo, my first thing is, you've made a lot of strong decisions in life. <laughs> Some wrong decisions. No. You, you, you're a, you're a good decision maker. I can tell by the teardrop and the flower that you have on your face. On the, oh, fa- on the first with a, part. Somebody with a teardrop tattoo, I'd probably have to let down a little gently. <laughs> that would be uh... Uh, Off the top of my head, I'm thinking of two right now, and no. No. <laughs> no. No. They're posers. Yes. <laughs> that, that wasn't a prison tat. That was just like a, at a party, there was a guy who built his first homemade tattoo gun, and that's what they wanted. So, no. Toothpicks and Bic pins. Like guitar string and uh, <laughs> like a razor uh, uh, motor. That they, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's like, I'm going to get a teardrop, and that's going to show people that I'm hard. No, you're going to look like you have a green smudge on your face. <laughs> And in five years, a guy like me is going to look at you and go, you've made some strong decisions, haven't you? Um, A a couple episodes ago, we let everybody know um, that we we gave people questionable doubt as to whether or not we've actually ever had sex. Uh, We talked about comic books for way over our allotted time. And uh, we're going to get back into that. We we mentioned something about uh, Farks. Farks? Yeah. uh, have I mentioned whiskey this, <laughs> like this I, day? It's it's with such a we and made I've got some, three beers sitting in front of me right we now. We have made some strong decisions <laughs> that we should go out drinking the night before we need to yeah, drink and talk. I like it, I like it. Uh, but the Fox Marvel slash Disney deal, um, it went down. It's confirmed. <laughs> it's happening. And um, I, I mean, there's not really too much I want to say about the actual deal, but I do want to talk about the repercussions from the deal. What do you think is going to happen? Honestly, I don't know because this is such a big merge. There's so many properties going into what's already a giant. Yeah. And it's one of those, how well can you trust the lion? Because so far, Disney's actually been really cool about letting like ABC and them uh, make shows that make other people uncomffortable. Like, uh, you know, Modern Family and... uh, 
things like that. That's all ABC property, and it's like, oh, well, they, they have a gay couple on there that they're not demonizing, and they're mm-hmm. normal humans, and that goes against, like, a lot of the old clean, squeaky mouseketeer yeah, things. Yeah. Which, I mean, they haven't really been that squeaky clean in quite a while. Well, that's, that's uh, what I'm saying, though. They've I mean, been really they cool. started acquiring these things, no. they, but, I mean, that said, though, um, it's... it's it, it, well, let's, let's do this first. A lot of people that have been in a position to know have said, well, we're just going to, since we now own the Fox Studio moniker, we're just going to keep the rated R brands and the questionable brands, we're going to keep those under that moniker mm-hmm. so that it says nowhere about Disney. Yeah. So um, I think if they do that, I don't think there's any reason to worry. Listen, that, that's what I meant by how much do you trust the line. Right. So far, they've been really cool about it. But once you start lumping all of those under one, yeah. it gets so much easier for them to say no. Yeah. Because then, you know, well, who's going to do it now? Mm-hmm. Because all the... Think about this. The same people who do Mickey Mouse Clubhouse are now going to own Deadpool. It's interesting The world's apart. Yeah. It's interesting to bring up Deadpool. Uh, one thing, whenever I wrote this topic down uh, for us to talk about, I said... What would have happened if Deadpool and Logan were never made and this deal happened? There is no chance that Logan and Deadpool would have been made. Mm. Deadpool would have ended up in a Spider-Man movie because that's a very popular comic series. But it would not have been a that, mature... That is, that is a great comic book series. It, it is. But it, 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 it would not have been a mature audience yeah. Deadpool. There's no way. Yeah. Now, I think the fact that it's the highest grossing rated R film will definitely a help mm. that that's probably going to stay. Because um, if you remember, even even Fox was super scared to make yeah, that. And they yeah. kept backing Well, you got to think about it. That you, when you make a rated R superhero movie, you don't have toy deals, mm-hmm. which is a big part of sales. Oh, yeah. You don't have the cross promotions. You don't have the, the well, this is such and such on a daytime talk show from the rated R yeah. comic book movie then trying to cross promote. So I mean, it's 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 hard to do that, and they took a chance, and I think it paid off super well. It paid off well enough that the studio actually admitted they fucked up. <laughs> you think about it, you've got to really pull that off yeah. for a studio to go, okay, we're wrong. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, because I mean that's just it. Even like Fox even backed off their budget after they finally begrudgingly allowed them to do it because they're trying to minimize their losses because right. they knew it was going to fail, <laughs> and. Yeah, it wound up so much where with the the second one that's coming out, they literally said, okay, we had it wrong the first time. Do what you got. <laughs> yeah, they have a monster budget now. Yeah. But um, just th- wrap your head around how well you got to do for a studio to go, okay, yeah, we were wrong. <laughs> just do what you want to do. Um, yeah, no, I, I think... But like you said, success, I don't think Disney would have caved to that. No, no. Um, they, I mean... I don't think they would have used Deadpool in a solo movie. I think they probably would have wrapped him up with Spider-Man, or uh, which I mean, this time last year, I don't. When did Civil War come out? Anyway, right before Civil War came out, they didn't have Spider-Man anyway. So I mean, if this happened a couple years ago, I, I, they might have. That Deadpool probably wouldn't have existed. Then they acquired Spider-Man, and you got the success of uh, Deadpool Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't see this ever have happened happening. If uh, Deadpool never would have got a movie if Deadpool had not have come out yeah. before uh, this this deal happened. Well, uh, 
let, let me take a deep nerd dive here. Am I the only one that is now really sad Hugh Jackman's not going to do Logan anymore? What, now really? that Logan and Wade and uh, Wade Wilson can be in the same movie? Well, Logan and, and, and Deadpool can be in the same movie. I they know. were both Fox. Yeah. So, but, yeah. No, they, they're... All the mutants are owned by Fox. Were owned by Fox. Hmm. So all the X-Men and Deadpool can be in the same movie. Um, but this also, and, and I believe Fantastic Four is also Fox. So we we may the next big bad after Thanos is probably going to be Galactus because there's not too many bigger than oh, Thanos. God, they already screwed him so bad. But that wasn't. I, I know, I know, it. but wow, they oh. But uh, I mean, I'm I'm really afraid for the X Men because I I'm I'm attached to the characters as they are now, and I'm worried that they're gonna going to try to get new people because I love Marvel but they have a really really petty way about them. Uh, They stopped writing as many X-Men comic books because they couldn't do X-Men movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, They took all the shows off. They stopped promoting anything X-Men. They do have X-Men comics but they they really started pushing the Inhumans uh, because they're basically X-Men but douchebag imposers to me. Um, and imposers, imposters, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I hate the Inhumans because they're just poor men, X Men, yeah. and they 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 only started pushing them because they didn't have the rights to the X Men. They stopped putting the X Men in video games, even though they have the rights. They don't have to say, "Hey, Fox, can I borrow Logan?" No, they didn't do that. They just stopped putting him in there to be goddamn petty, and that bothers me. So now, are they going to try to stop any association with the old movies and get new, full-on X-Men? Just complete reboot? I'm afraid. And just ignore the old yeah, ones? Yeah, I'm afraid. I don't want them to do that. I, I will admit, I, I understand his reasons for walking away from it, but my God, I would love to see Jackman just one more time be Logan, paired with Ryan Reynolds, Wade Wilson. Just like I said, I, that, that, that could still happen. It, I, I really 100% believe... Even though I've heard nothing, but I, I I really really think Hugh Jackman in some form is going to be in Deadpool too. I oh uh, I, I might sully the uh, back <laughs> of the neck of the gentleman but, sitting, or I mean, person he, sitting I mean, in front I, of me. I don't think he'll. You know what would be hilarious if his cameo is him in the suit that he never got to wear in the movies. The yellow. The yellow. Oh. Or, or even the orange. I don't care. But if he was old in, school. Yeah, I don't give a shit. And if he was our in, virginity just grew back. <laughs> Uh, but it, it would be great if his cameo was like Deadpool goes to the mansion and he's looking for an X-Men to help him do whatever he's got to do and he's just opening the different doors to the bedrooms and then you see Hugh Jackman there almost half-ass naked but he's got the orange or yellow uh, mask on and like the top part of it and and he, he turns around and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? It, I mean, that, And I just thought of that, that'd be great. Fox slash Sony slash Marvel, Disney, whoever, you owe me some royalties if you do that. It'd be even better if it was like him in full guard, but he pulls the mask off mm-hmm. and Wade thinks he's Hugh Jackman. <laughs> like, Hugh Jackman? But no, I mean, as far as licensing goes, yeah, no. Wolverine and Deadpool could have been in the same movie 20 years ago. Because Fox, no, yeah, because Fox has had the rights... Whenever, whenever Marvel almost filed for bankruptcy, they were selling the rights to different stuff to keep afloat. And that's how Spider-Man ended up with Sony and uh, Fantastic Four. And, they, and talking about the comic book issues earlier, there, there are no Fantastic yeah, Four comics Yeah, they killed anymore. them all. Yeah. 
Um, Although that that cinematic abortion that they made last time, they deserved, were all really bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll be honest. Except for the Galactus Cloud, I liked the the Fantastic the first two Fantastic Four movies. The first one was actually okay. I, I liked it. Um, I thought they I downplayed loved, Doom a little too much. Yeah, I mean Doom is. I mean he's basically a god. I mean yeah. he he needs he and he's a very possible. <laughs> Solution for the next big bad. I really, if they did it right. Oh, uh, all right. Let me just nerd out here on this. I thought in the first movie, the guy who played Victor Doom did really well. Yeah. Until he became Doctor Doom, yeah. and then they, I thought that was still a little too watered down. But that just insanely vain person that you know suddenly he couldn't be gorgeous anymore. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a great job, but then what, suddenly what really, he was doomed, and it's like, uh, no, you're way better than this. What really helped me like him in that role was at the time he was in a show called Nip Tuck, and he was a plastic, he was a vain mm-hmm. plastic surgeon, and that's why he did so well yeah. at, at that. Yeah, but uh, no, um, <laughs> I, I'm afraid that they're going to recast some things. Um, they've also shown the uh, promotional pictures for the uh, Dark Phoenix saga. Um, I, I mean, if we're going to get into that, I, I really think they have rushed um, that story. I think that needs to be at least a two-movie arc mm. for that story. Um, and, I mean, it, it's just for some reason movie writers have such issue with that story, mm. and I, I don't understand why. I think it's because it delves into just completely relying on suspension of disbelief. Because it's got to be an well, alien you, creature. You've, you've got motherfuckers that move things with their minds uh, well, and it, can teleport in a sulfurous <laughs> void from one spot to another but, and has metal <clears throat> shooting out of their fucking hands. But, no, we can't have aliens. That's just it. So they, <clears throat> aliens are believed to be real by millions of people. Yeah. No one has ever said, you know what, I think that guy can shoot metal out of his hands. But people say every day, I saw a real alien, but we can't have aliens in a fucking X-Men movie. Uh, Because of a lot of the people who believe they've seen aliens. (laughs) You don't want that credibility backing you up. Man, I got worked up about that. Well, that's just it. So many of the movies, they've tried to make it seem super tangible. Like, oh, this could really, you know, this could sort of happen in a genetic type of way. They, they don't want anything where you have to rely on, okay, I know I can't believe it, but I want to for the movie. They don't yeah. like going there. A little bit of side note. Uh, we just opened, well, we just, about five minutes ago, we opened up uh, Sam Adams Harvest Heffy. Um, it is really good. It's it's a, a spicy Heffalizen. Oh, yes. um, it tastes peppery, clovey, um, a little bit of bananas. It's really good. But uh, we'll get yes. back to the nerd, the nerd talk. I guess this whole episode has been damn near beer and nerd talk. Yeah. So for the two of you that like that, you're welcome. <laughs> Everybody else, we're so sorry. Oh, man. It's, uh, although this may be the best feedback episode we've ever had, because somebody is hacking on a keyboard right now when they're listening to this. Yeah, so. but, I mean, this, we've been passionate today. <laughs> you bring up that one more time and you will read my wrath. <laughs> so... Uh, I I think it may be about time to bring up our last call on yeah, this one. It's uh, well, we're actually going to try to cap this one around the one hour mark. So, if yeah, I mean we're we're sitting about five minutes in. Um, we've got a few more topics, but yeah, we we can run into last call. Uh, which is cool because keeping my channels open to our social media outreaches at Three Guys Beer on both Twitter and Instagram. 
Three Guys Beer Reviews on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, ThreeGuysBeer.com. Also, like as, uh, I've mentioned before in a previous podcast. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Whiskey. Whiskey. <laughs> I'm so glad we drank a lot last night. I'm glad we drank a lot today. Yeah. Because well, I told you it's going to get loosey goosey near the end of this one. I mean, everybody out there talking about drinking and stuff, I just got to throw this out here because we, we we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Can't, we do not have time to talk about Aaron Rodgers, but I can throw this little tidbit out there. Everyone knows we're a week behind, but next week when you listen to this, you will have already heard about the fallout from the Cowboys-Raiders game that our, our team's going head-to-head tonight in primetime. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh, I, I think the Cowboys are going to win this one. I really do. Man, I'm hoping it's close. If, if, we, if we had played better... After Zeke went out, I would probably say yes. Because, I mean, and nothing against your guys, but the Raiders have not played like last year's Raiders. No. Neither have we. So, I mean, I think it'll be a good game in the aspect of equal teams, but um, I don't think it's going to be a good game in the aspect of good football games. I, uh, like we, At the bar last night we were talking, I believe it's going to go one of two ways. Either the Cowboys are going to just walk us dry or this is going to be a special kid slap fight. That I don't think there's anything in between. Oh, but, uh, I, I, I hope we do well. Nothing against your guys. That's, but, it's um, okay because, in all fairness, we're all but mathematically eliminated anyways. Well, we're, so, we're at this point, I just that, hope we yeah. grab your ankle and drag you down with I us. Mean, we're at, at this point, we are too. Yeah. There's so many conditions. Excuse me, folks. There's so many conditions that we have to meet in order to get to the playoffs at this point that it's... That's why I said is we're already face down at this point. I hope we just grab your ankle and trip you too. Well, we got to win out, and we still have. So to, do we. We still have to beat the Eagles. Which at that point, when we play the Eagles again, we won't. They <coughs> they won't care. So they prob they're probably already going to get the uh, first seed and and not be worried. And they're probably going to have second and third stringers in. So we might beat the Eagles. We also have to beat Green Bay, and that's going to be hard. Um, I I don't think it's going to be as hard as you think because I don't. I think they're rushing back Aaron. I think they're. I think he's coming back too soon. Because snapping a collarbone is not something that's just a couple of weeks and back in. Interesting parallel. Um, a couple of years ago, Tony Romo broke his collarbone, and he came back in eight weeks, which was the allotted time limit, uh, the time constraints for a broken collarbone. Um, he came back, and we beat the team that he came back against. And then the next week was the Thanksgiving game, and we played the Panthers, the best at the time defense in the league, and he snapped his shit again. Yeah. Uh, and that was that was week, nine weeks. So um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I hate to wish bad on anybody, but I don't like Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, if if you're gonna do me a favor, go ahead and just do that favor. <laughs> if it's gonna happen, let it happen before we gotta mess with him. I. I... I think he'll come back and he'll do well, but he's not going to do pre-injury well. I just hope that he's nervous. Even if he's not still a risk of injury, I hope he's in his head. He's like, oh shit, is it going to happen again? But I think Aaron Rodgers is also good enough that I don't think he's going to even worry about it. Yeah, I think he's the other way around. I think mentally he's ready, but physically he may not be. Man, they are topics. (laughs) We just, we just, we got, uh, we got about a minute left for last call. Oh, oh, well, we're, uh, I th- I think the bartender's already accepted. When we walk in, he's gonna he's gonna have a few more minutes on shift. He's but, gonna, he's gonna quit. <laughs> and then what are we gonna do? Uh, as long as we keep dropping the tip jar, I don't think he's going anywhere. 
I think if we ever come up to last call at the 48-minute mark, he's going to throw out a topic just because we keep padding the pockets. One of these days, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, as, I, as I was going to get into, like I said, keeping, a, keeping an eye on all of our social media outreaches, uh, we had a question come in that is really going to rely on you for this one that uh, is from a potential home brewer that asked, when it uh, comes to home brewing and getting your start, what's easier to start out with, a wheat base or a barley base? Well, I mean, as far as complexity goes, they're they're really about the same. Um, I guess it all depends on whether or not you're going to go extract or all grain. If you're going extract, um, your your wheats are you're going to have a wheat extract as your your base malt, and then you'll have a specialty grain, whether it's crystal or whatever you're using. But I mean, I think it all really gets into what flavor you like. If you're going for a more mellow beer because you're used to drinking light macro Bud Light Budweiser then you're probably going to go want to go with a wheat beer because it's just going to be lighter and less flavorful. And then eventually, as you make more, you can add more flavor to it and kind of build up your repertoire. 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 <laughs> repertoire. Repertoire. <laughs> anyway. So, um, I mean, it's, it's going to wind up giving you uh, a world different uh, flavor results though. Yeah, I mean it's going to be because barley's so much more flexible. Yeah, well, I mean, no, it's it's not that it's more flexible. Um, think of it like this: um, wheat beer is the base of a lot of beer that you see that has, let's say, a raspberry wheat, mm-hmm. cherry wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's a that <laughs> it sounded good in my head. Um, that that that's a beer that is very flexible in that you can do different things with it, and the beer flavor is not going to overwhelm what you've added to the beer. That's why you see those fruit additions and and other augmentations. Um, it's like wit beers. It's just a lighter beer, and if I mean you could you could go damn near flavorless if you went all wheat, a little bit of crystal, and a very mellow maybe. Uh, USO5 or WLP001 uh, yeast to give a very clean fermentation. But I mean, you, you could do a wheat beer and go with a Saison yeast or a Hefe yeast and you'll get that banana out of it and you'll have a Hefeweizen or something like that. So, I mean, yeah, you can, you, you, you got to, it, it, yeast, people don't, God, we need more time. People do not put enough credit in the yeast process in the beer. Uh, everybody says, well, what hops, what grain? It's a lot of it's yeast too, because you can if if you wanted to accent the, the the hops and the grain, you would go with a clean fermenting yeast. But if you wanted to bring out the yeast esters and and the different characteristics of the yeast, like bananas and clove, for for a Belgian or a Hefe or whatever, you would want to go with one of those, and that wheat beer would be completely different. And what I actually want to start doing is doing one gallon batches. And having the exact same grain bill and hop profile and, and doing two different kinds of yeast to show how different yeast can really impart different flavors. See, I told you. I told quite... you, you don't ask people with hop tattoos, what the <laughs> hell's going on with beer? I, that's why I said that was a question for you on that yeah. one. But uh, no, uh, unfortunately, that's really the only one that we've had on this one. Okay. Um, there There is one that uh, did pop up that I'm going to wind up pushing over to a uh, future beer review that we do for our right. yeah for the three guys beer review on YouTube because that's going to be one that's just going to have to be on video. All right. It uh, it's not suitable for audio, so keep your eyes open for that one as we post. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. We're going to take our britches off. Uh, no. Is that not the question? 
got I got nothing on this one. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. Well, you stymied me hard on that one. I. You know what? <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> but I'm not gonna say that's what it is. Yeah, uh, I will. So, yeah, that's that's what it is. But guys. Let us know your opinions on this one. Um, I, I know there's a lot of comic book in this one. I know there's a lot of uh, beer discussion for this episode. But still, we do want to hear back from you. If there's a topic you want to hear us cover, just reach out to us. Uh, again, nothing comes through our channels that we do not see. At least one of us will read every one of them. Reach out to us at 3 Guys Beer on Twitter and Instagram. Reach out to us at 3 Guys Beer Reviews. On YouTube and Facebook, reach out to us at threeguysbeer.com. We'll check it, we'll read it, and hopefully we'll have more questions or more topics when we come back for episode 8 after our holiday break. And I I think that's our end point this right. time. Thanks everybody for listening. Check you after the break, and here we go! <laughs> That's all for happy hour. Happy hour's over. Damn it. Jimmy, wash your hands.